You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Anytime, let me know what's on your mind. Let me know what you think of the show. And especially if you want to challenge me or have any questions or if you disagree, which some of you do, uh, shoot me an email. Let me know about it. Um, yeah, I, I want to get started. So once again, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderas, and you are listening to America's Web Radio. So I had a list of things to start with today, folks, and I, I have to jump through my list here and get right into uh, something that's been making the news. I'm sure some of you, if you're a baseball fan, you may have heard about uh, the Nationals player Suzuki. Uh, you know, the Nationals uh, baseball team went to the White House the other day, and um, gosh, this may have been yesterday, actually, and uh, they were welcomed to the White House, as most champion teams are. Uh, they went, and Trump welcomed them, and they had a good old time. Well, one of the players by the name of Suzuki, who I believe was also a player, those of you in Atlanta, the uh, home state of America's Web Radio, I believe he was also a player for the, for the Atlanta Braves at one point, but he is now a player for the National, the Washington Nationals, who won the World Series. So they were in Washington, D.C. So let me tell you what Suzuki did, because if you're hearing anything from the left, and folks, I want you to pay attention to this. I want you to watch what the left is doing over this baseball player named Suzuki. I don't know who Suzuki is. I don't know where he's from. I, all I know is this guy plays baseball, and he was on the team that won the World Series. I mean, that's pretty awesome, whether you're a Nationals fan or not. Uh, this guy was on the team that won the World Series. So these guys are champions. They go to the White House like most teams do. Under the eight years of Obama, teams went to the White House. Under the eight years of Bush, teams went to the White House. Before that, they went to the Clinton White House. Before that, they went to you know whoever the president was. So this isn't anything out of the norm. But I want you to pay attention to how the left, the Democrats, uh, people on the socialist left of today, the very people who for 40, 50 plus years have been telling you, we the people, that Democrats are the compassionate ones. Democrats are the inclusive party. Democrats have the inclusive big tent. Uh, all of those things you've been told, I want you to look up and look at some of the rhetoric, look at some of the comments, look at some of the Twitter feeds, look at what's in the news, what's be if you can find it, what's being said about this baseball player, Suzuki. He's being called everything but a child of God. And why, you ask? Why do you, you ask me? Why is this guy being treated so harshly? This guy's not a politician. Suzuki's not uh, a city councilman. Suzuki's not a mayor. Suzuki's not a congressman. Suzuki has nothing to do with politics. He's a baseball player. He's, and he actually had the audacity to go and, and accept an invitation to the White House and what did he do? What is his crime? He actually supports Donald J. Trump. And you know what? It may not even be that he supports Donald Trump. Maybe he just supports the office of the presidency. Or maybe, maybe Suzuki, maybe he's a minority. I'm going to assume he is because of his last name. Maybe he supports the lowest unemployment right now for minorities across the board. So maybe he supports some of the policies 
that are coming out of the White House right now. Maybe he supports a great economy. Maybe he supports fighting back on the on the front of, of foreign relations. Maybe he supports anything. But the, the, my point right now, folks, is we don't know where Kazuki stands. All we know is he was happy to be at the White House, a very historical place. He put on a Make America Great Again hat. Now, I don't care if you support Donald Trump or not. How can you not support the concept of making America great again? And don't give me these leftist, socialist, BS uh, comments of a MAGA hat represents Nazism. Because if I have to take time right now to school you people on what Nazism is, then, uh, well, you can hear it in my voice. I start to get a little frustrated. Um, when you have a president who reduces the size of government, when you have a president that is reducing regulation, which there in, in, implies or there and does reduce federal government, when you have a president that reduces taxes, you know, when you reduce taxes and you reduce regulation and you shrink the size of government, you are freeing up the people. And the only country that really does this is the United States of America. So when you do those things, you promote liberty and you promote freedom. Show me where in the history of Nazism did the, did the Nazi government ever promote freedom and liberty. So don't come back and tell me the MAGA hat represents Nazism because you don't know what you're talking about. Or you're open open line, hoping that there's enough stupid or ignorant people out there that are going to listen to your jargon. So let me get back on track here. So Suzuki has the audacity to stand. He, he puts on a Make America Great Again hat, and the left has gone apoplectic. They've lost their mind. But they're not just saying, oh, we disagree with Suzuki. Oh, no. If you look at what the left, what, what these people on the left, whether they're supporters of the Democrats and actual Democrat Party themselves, they're calling this guy names. They're wishing him ill will. They're saying he should be kicked out of baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, people on the left, so-called Democrats, these are Democrat voters, are calling for a man to lose his job. Not from just the Washington Nationals baseball team. They're calling for him to lose, get kicked out of baseball completely because he actually had the audacity to stand up in a podium in the White House and support the current president or support policy. Uh, you know, what they're really mad at is he put on a hat that says, make America great again. That is his crime, according to the left. So what do I want you to think about? All right, look. I want you to look up so you can see for yourself how the left is responding to this ball player Suzuki uh, for just having a difference of opinion. I want you to understand that there is one political party in this country right now that is trying to control free speech. They're trying to control thought. You have a political party right now that used to be the Democrat Party. Now it's just full-on, blown, socialist Democrat Party. And they want to control speech. When a large part of the supporters of the Democrat Party are calling for a baseball player to be kicked out of his profession just because he had the audacity to disagree with them, that is trying to control speech. So, folks, I want you to understand 
the only party right now in this country that resembles the atrocities of, of, of tyrants from history. The only party that's doing that, because if you want to control and look, I mean, I'm sorry, if you want to compare to the, to the really bad regimes that, that lay in the waste of history, they controlled speech, they controlled the weapons, they controlled uh, education, they controlled, controlled, controlled just about every aspect of the people's lives. We have one party today, folks, one party that sits in the bubble of Washington, they call themselves Democrats, some of them admit now that they're socialist Democrats, and they want to control your speech. They want to control the, the, the uh, gun. So they want to control the First Amendment. They want to control the Second Amendment. They want to control your health care. They want to tell you what kind of car to drive. They want to tell you what, how much meat you can eat and when you can eat it. They want to convince you that meat is killing the environment, therefore you need to be a vegetarian. They want to tell you that you can't drive or fly as much as they can because you're killing the environment when you do it. That's coming from the left, ladies and gentlemen. That is not coming from the Republican Party or the Libertarian Party or uh, Trump's, uh, what I would call, a populist movement. Victor. Uh, th- these ideas of restriction, these ideas of control, are not coming from the current occupant in the White House. They're coming from the current group of, for lack of a better word, group of clowns that are controlling the House. Victor, if I can, uh, if you don't mind me jumping in for a second, there's there's one word that covers exactly what you've been talking about when you said control. Do you want to guess at what that word is? Uh, What's that? It's called communism. And if people don't think, if people don't think that communism isn't alive and well in the country then they're uh, badly mistaken because it is very live and well. In fact, if um, if you want to read a good book, it's called Deep Undercover, and it's by a gentleman named Jack Barsky, B-A-R-S-K-Y, and he was a Russian spy for many, many years in the United States, and he will describe to you in detail what it means to be a Russian spy and that Russia is, you know, is still communist and uh, they still want to take over our country. They're just not as blatant as they used to be by saying, we're going to bomb you. No, they're not going to bomb us. They're doing exactly what the socialists do. They want to control you and control everything that you do. And this started in the mid-1960s, well, actually not even mid, the early 60s, 62, 63, 64, and uh-huh. it's called taking over our school systems, taking over our universities first, taking over our school systems, and then our books, and it's called that's control. And, and that's a great point, David, uh, because when I... You know, I, I referred earlier to the atrocities and the tyrants of, in, the, in the dust of history's past. Well, I do mean uh, communism, that movement, and socialism. And, David, you're absolutely right. And, folks, you need to pay attention to what David said. 
because communism is alive and well. In fact, if you do a Google search or a DuckDuckGo search on the different part, political parties that are alive and well in the United States, within the United States, there is a communist group. There, there have, have been and, and thriving today, unfortunately, a communist group here in the United States. And it's scary. Uh, and what people need to understand, and to David's point, is the way that, that they are encroaching into everyday lives of the people of this country and encroaching on freedom is the idea that they will take things from within. And if you don't think today's movement or the, the admission of uh, Bernie Sanders that he's a socialist Democrat, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, admitted socialist, uh, most of today's Democrats who are not afraid now to come out and say that they are socialists, Folks are doing that for a reason. The veil's coming off and they're feeling more and more comfortable because of the education that's going on, the the way that the government controls education. And now you've got students coming out who are buying into communism, buying into socialism. There was a poll out last week that was showing that today's young, the majority of today's young graduates coming out of high school, coming out of college, are, are saying that socialism can work or communism could work. That should scare the pants off of every American citizen that's listening to me right now and then those who aren't listening to me right now, which is what they should be. Uh, but folks, this Victor, is there's serious an- stuff. Victor, there's another term, and you look at it, and the communists don't care. They don't care at all, but all they care about is divide and conquer. Uh, conquer. Whether it's in women's groups whether it's uh, blacks against whites, whites against Mexicans, it doesn't matter what it is. And just like this uh, thing with the nine killed by the cartel, and, you know, it is their mission is to divide and conquer, put blacks against whites, Jews against Muslims, Muslims against Jews. Every, any way that they can divide and conquer, they win. And that's well, what they're that's doing. A, they're communists. Great, great point. And I, and I like to point this out, that that's another thing that they, the Democrat Party does today, and they've been doing for years, is trying to put everybody in a group. Because if they can put you in a group, they can convince you you're a victim. If they can convince that you're a victim, then clearly somebody must have done it to you. And that's how they put American against American. And it's a sad, sad day when that happens. And folks, if... if Look, just think about this before we go to break. As David mentioned, there were nine American family members that were slaughtered. Uh, some of them burned to death by a cartel uh, in northern Mexico. And that was done right near the border of this country. And you have a Democrat party who is more concerned with the border of Syria and Turkey, or they're more concerned with a making you think that you need to get rid of a president because they didn't like the way the 2016 election went out. They're more concerned with trying to frame a president, sitting president than to secure the American border and take care of American citizens. All right, folks, I will leave you with that nugget, and we're going to do our first break. You hang tight. We will be right back in just a few minutes. This is On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. 
You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is Victor Armendariz with On Point with Victor. Uh, Give me just a second here. I think uh, David has uh, an announcement to make. Yes, we do. Uh, Several announcements, as a matter of fact. This Thursday is going to be one of the greatest days in my life on the station, and that's an interview with a gentleman named Arson Swindle. And it will be the truth about the Hanoi Hilton and the famous, infamous piece of garbage, Jane Fonda, that I understand was on The View today. She is a piece of garbage, folks, from the the capital G on down. Hanoi Hilton, and Hanoi Jane, as she was called back then, the gentleman that we're going to have on, served six years in the Hanoi Hilton. He was shot down in his F-8 fighter, and... um, so he will have the rest of the story. He and McCain, uh, he knew McCain as well as uh, being there when, when uh, the bitch showed up, Jane Fonda. And anybody that respects her should leave the country. She is nothing but a piece of garbage and is leading more garbage today, I understand. Um, like a friend of mine said, she was handcuffed. Hopefully they'll at some point lose the keys and... Uh, throw her off the edge. The only person that has had more facelifts than Jane Fonda is your buddy Pelosi, Victor. And uh, I think they're running some kind of ugly race to see who can have the most facelifts. But anyway, this show on Thursday is going to be terrific. The truth about the Hanoi Hilton. And the gentleman's name, he's Captain Retired. Arson Swindle, and uh, I had a brief chat for an hour with him this morning, and he is just a wonderful person, and 
I'm guaranteeing you, from the time he starts talking until the show is over, you won't hang up your radio. <laughs> I promise you. Or the phone right. or anything else you're listening to. Um, it is going to be that good and that great. Please, please contact veteran friends and are just friends and tell them to listen in and get the truth. There is so much, there are so many lies now coming out about Vietnam. It's just absolutely incredible and that it was a terrible war and the Vietnamese were the good guys and the Americans were the bad guys. Uh, wrong. Well, it's, it's the rewriting of history that uh, the left is constantly, constantly engaged in. Yep, you're right. So, so please spread the word about the truth about the Hanoi Hilton coming to and me and will be on 10 o'clock Thursday morning only on America's Web Radio. So you heard it here first, folks. So if you want to hear and may hear from an amazing, amazing captain, that's going to be Captain Orson Swindle. Uh, he will be on with David on David's picks on Thursday. That's this Thursday on America's Web Radio. Make sure you can catch it. So, okay, folks, we're going to get back into this. So before we went to the break, I was telling you, I, I want you, and, and I have some two Democrats listening today, and, and, I, and there's a few that, uh, that I really hope is li- that, that they're listening today, because they just don't under- – look, there are good people. Now, I will make fun of Democrats and the Socialist Democrat Party and, and stuff like that, and, I, uh, and a lot of times I'll demonstrate absurdity with, with jokes and things like that. But when it comes down to it, there are good people out there. I have good friends that uh, they only get their news from CNN, MSNBC, NPR, ABC, CBS, uh, NBC. And they're getting one story. They're getting 100%, 24-7, minute-by-minute hatred of Trump. And let me try and explain to those of you out there who are Democrats, who refuse to broaden your horizon, but but luckily for me, you will listen to me or you'll at least tune in and give me a shot to to uh, tantalize your ears for a little. Uh, look, you've got to stop making rash emotional decisions based on anger because you don't like orange guy, orange guy bad. This isn't just about Trump. I constantly am telling people to pay attention to policy. I'm constantly telling and asking uh, listeners to look at what the left and what the today's Democrats are saying. Look, if you do a little history and you want to go read a little bit about Kennedy, you know, you want to go back and read a little bit about Roosevelt. Those guys, with the exception of a few things that Roosevelt did, but most of what, what they stood for would not allow them to be in today's Democrat Party. So that should tell you that today's Democrat Party is not yesterday's Democrat Party. And today's Democrat Party has gone so far socialist, and they want to control, control, control so much that that's what they're putting in front of the American people. They're not putting your interest. You, the voter, we, the people, today's Democrat Party is not putting your interest first. They're not putting country first. They're just not doing it because in order to put the country first, you have to put the American citizen first. But if you don't believe me, just pay attention to what they're saying. 
if you go out and you speak well of the United States and you speak well of the citizen of the United States and you speak to the fact that you want to protect the citizen of the United States, the left media and the Democrat Party will tell you that you're a nationalist Nazi because they don't want you or they don't think you're smart enough to know the difference. And this is my problem today with the Democrat Party. Now, look, those of you out there who are Democrats, I'm speaking to you directly. I'm not telling you to go run and jump in the lap of a Republican. I'm just telling you that it might be time to walk away from the Democrat Party. It might be time for you to go to the Libertarian Party, maybe. Maybe to vote for an independent candidate. Maybe vote for your Green Party candidate. But it's... It's time to walk away from the Democrat Party because the only way you're going to get that party back to the Democrat Party of yesterday is to let them know that you're willing to wield the power of your vote. If you blindly give the Democrat Party your vote because you think orange man bad, then they are taking advantage of your vote. And if you're a black voter out there and you still vote Democrat, then I don't know what else I can do to help you. If you're a Hispanic voter out there and you're still willing to vote for a Democrat, I don't know what I can do to help you either because you're voting for your demise. Now, I talked about the one party who wants to control your thoughts, the party that wants to control your speech, the party that wants to control what your child is being taught in school. Folks, when your child is going to school, they should be learning critical thinking. They should be learning composition. They should be learning how to read, write, and do arithmetic. But what are they being taught ahead of all that? Transgenderism. They're being taught... I, I, I can't even go down the list right now because I'll just get too fired up. But if you come out of college with a transgender degree, what are you going to do for money? What are you going to do when you can't add and subtract? What's going on today when the left is trying to tell you and me and everyone else that mathematics is racist? Folks, if you can't stand by and go, wait a minute, the party that I'm voting for is telling my children, my daughter, my son, that mathematics is racist. They might as well be telling you that you're stupid because of your skin color, because the one party that bases everything on skin color, bases everything on how you look, is today's Democrat Party. And when I talk about all the things, I've I've talked about they want to control speech, they want to control thought. Folks, they want to control population. And and this comes down to uh, a whole bunch of different debates that I'm not going to get into. But the overall picture you need to understand is that party, the Socialist Democrats, want to control the population. Don't believe me? Go look at Yahoo News today. Go look at Yahoo News and tell me if you can't find a story on there that uh, shows that the government paid science. Now, granted, they're not going to tell you they're government paid, but it's going to have an article there that says scientists calling for fewer people on Earth. These are government paid scientists through government grants that are now telling you, we the people, that there are too many people on Earth and that we need to control population. Before, folks, they would just say, hey, there might be too many people. we got to be careful. Now they're coming out saying we got to go full-on population control. Well, folks, who do you think is going to make that call? 
Who's going to make the call on population? Who's going to make the number, the arbitrary number saying, well, when we hit this number of people, that's it. That's all we can have. So we have to, what are we going to do? Are we going to commit murders? Are we going to stop births? Are we going to stop and limit pregnancies? Folks, what does that sound like to you? There's a country today that limits pregnancy, folks, and it ain't the United States. But yet you have scientists here paid by our tax dollars who are calling for population control. And, folks, who's going to do the population control? Your government. Some bureaucrat in Washington is going to somehow set an arbitrary number of how many people can be on the earth. So that ha- you have to ask the logical question, who is going to determine how to stop births? Who is going to determine when we reach that magical number that we can't have any more? So you've got to think about this, folks, because you've got a party, a political party, that is calling for population control. They're calling for total control of the healthcare system. They're calling for controlling your speech. They're calling for limitations on the First Amendment. They're calling and for... And, Victor, I'm going to have to call for a break. Oh, right. You know, I just about blew right through that. So, folks, let's do that. Let's take a break real quick, and uh, we'll be right back on the other side. You stay tuned. This is American Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. See, I told you that would be a quick break. You know, we have to do these breaks. Uh, We can't do this for free, which... uh, Please me to want to remind you that if you know anybody that would love to be a sponsor of the show, uh, please email me at victor at americaswebradio.com or email gm at americaswebradio.com. Uh, we do take uh, sponsors from all types of business. And if you as the individual want to help, I do have a patron site that we started. So um, I, if you go to my Facebook page, and it's Victor Armandaris, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z, 
or you can go to the America's Web Radio Facebook page, and you can find information on the uh, Patreon page for On Point with Victor. And you can donate and support the show. Uh, that would be great. We really, really appreciate it. And it's not just my show you're supporting. Uh, America's Web Radio is an absolute leader on uh, web-based radio, and the shows are second to none. So, uh, and there's a show for everyone. Doesn't matter where you land on the political scale. There's a show for you on America's Web Radio. One of my favorites, uh, other than my show, uh, and other than the Locked and Loaded show, would be the Classic Car Show. If you haven't heard that, you're going to want to tune into it. So, uh, go to americaswebradio.com and you can get a whole list of shows. So, all right. So, let me get back to this. So, uh, I'm going to move on a little bit, but I get fired up really, you know, when I when I try and and, and talk to Democrat voters, uh, especially Hispanic Democrat voters and Black Democrat voters, because it's time for you to walk away. The only time, the only way you're going to get your power back within the Democrat Party is to let them know you will take your vote elsewhere. And again, let me be clear: while I would personally want you to vote for Donald Trump in 2020, absolutely. Am I going to tell you who to vote for? No. And am I telling you to go run and jump in the Republicans' lap? No. But what I am telling you is the Democrat Party is taking advantage of you. If you're a black voter, if you're a Hispanic voter, if and, and let's be honest, if you're any voter that's put in any group, gay group, transgender group, whatever group the Democrats have put you in, they are taking advantage of your vote. You have no voice. And the only way to get that back is to show them you will take your vote elsewhere. And listen, that is a power greater than no one else has in this world. It's a power that you have in your vote. Because if you walk away from the Democrat Party, and let me tell you something, it's not just walk away from the Democrat Party. I have a lot of establishment Republicans that we need to walk away from as well. Mitt Romney comes to mind. The people of Utah need to throw that man out. They can't do it fast enough. In fact, they ought to start. I know that a senator cannot be um, recalled, but they sure could start a petition and start really, really getting uh, getting news while they're making news and letting Romney know how they feel. In fact, I don't do this very often, but I'm going to do this today. Folks, the only thing a politician fears is you. You, we, we the people. All politicians fear it. That's their big fear because they fear re-election. That's it. They fear the power they're going to lose if you wake up and exercise your power. So try this exercise. Pick up a phone. Take a few minutes and pick up the phone and call Washington. Call your congressman. Call your senator. Call another senator. I recommend calling the senator of Utah, Mitt Romney, and let him know how you feel. Let him know that you don't like this 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 media. Oh, I, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna step back because I'm gonna say something I shouldn't say. But just call up and let me and be nice. You can be firm, be nice, no bad language, uh, but call up and let him know you're disappointed because he does not have Donald Trump's back. This so-called Republican who went out seeking Donald Trump's endorsement when it was running, and now he's trying to throw Donald Trump under the bus. Uh, so let me get back. Okay, so so I'm just letting you know there are some establishment Republicans that we need to walk away from as well. But the Democrat Party as a whole right now, if you are married to the letter D, you need a divorce you need to walk away from it because it's just like I tell people on the local level. When I walk in and do a speech, and I've done this, ladies and gentlemen, at some, some of the uh, huge Democrat areas in Georgia, and when I hear 
black voters, Hispanic voters, who have been complaining about the same issue for 20, 30, 40 years, and then I go and look at the election rolls, and I see that you've elected the same Democrat in all of those years, and if not the same Democrat, the same ilk, because you're dealing, you're going with the same party, and then you're and then you're looking at me going, well, gosh, Victor, why hasn't things changed? Well, it hasn't changed because you don't have the guts to walk away from that letter D, and that's what's got to happen. So, so again, you've got to have the courage to walk away because if you want to see your power as a citizen of this country go up, your voting power go up real fast, you start walking away from some of these politicians. And while I'm on this whole Washington double politics thing, let me explain the difference between. An elected official and a non-elected official. I know some of you out there right now are going, Victor, that's a pretty easy one. I know the difference between an elected official and a non-elected official. Well, let me get into this a little bit, because you guys have heard me refer to the bubble that is Washington. And what is going on right now, and this includes the impeachment fiasco, the impeachment fiasco that's going on right now. But let me explain to you what's happening right now. And you may have heard a term called the deep state. You may have seen some reports. You're not going to see it on CNN. or uh, And if you do see it on CNN, they're going to try and make fun of it and tell you that you're crazy uh, or that it's a conspiracy theory. But there is a deep state. And when people refer to the deep state, they're referring to mostly the non-elected bureaucrats. Because what happens when you, when you continue to send the same Democrats, the same establishment Republicans, when we continue to send them, to Washington, and we let year after year after year, they are bringing in people and putting them in places in the federal government. Those are not elected officials. So your elected official starts putting all these bureaucrats in place that were not elected by the people. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why our founding fathers were so brilliant, because they talked about the federal government being small. This is why there are only 18 enumerated powers to the federal government. 18, folks. There are 18 enumerated powers. Everything beyond that should be the responsibility of the state, the individual state. The founding fathers were brilliant because they set up this form of government that we have so that the federal government would be small. But what's happened? What has happened over the 200 years? The federal government has expanded, 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 expanded. Federal government, as I said before, wants to control every aspect of your life and everything they're doing almost. None of that is in the 18 enumerated powers given to the government by the Constitution. So as government grows, so does their power. And, and what is lost is liberty and freedom. What is lost is individuality. When the government grows, the individual shrinks. And that's awful, and we need to change that. So what is happening is you've got elected officials putting non-elected officials all over Washington. Now, when the elected official is elected out, or the president, you know, look at the president. They have at maximum eight years. When that president leaves, all the little bureaucrat minions are still there, or most of them. So when you look at the State Department... You look at the, even the people in the Pentagon. You look at the Department of Education, the Department of Energy, the Department, 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 Department. They are full of bureaucrats, non-elected bureaucrats. Now, these are the people who are trying to, right now, run a coup. And what I mean by that is you've got non-elected officials, 
and this is some of the some of them are in the military. Many of them are in the State Department. Civilians left over from the Obama administration and from the Bush and from the Clinton administration. They feel like it is their duty to set foreign policy. These non-elected officials feel it's their duty to set foreign policy. They are not used to a president taking office and checking off his promises and getting things done. President Trump does not look to his advisors for permission. He looks to his advisors for, uh, for, for advice, which is what he's supposed to do. But I would tell you right now that President Trump is probably one of the first presidents who is an action-doer president. He doesn't like to kick the can. In fact, I told you before, Donald Trump doesn't know how to kick the can down the road. When you, become, when you come from the, the business world, your instincts are not political. Your instincts are business. And, and the instinct of a businessman is never to kick the can down the road. The instinct of a politician always kick the can down the road. So this is a difference. So you've got these non-elected officials in that are all over government that feel that they know better for foreign policy. They do not like the fact that President Trump is actually doing what he feels is right. And folks, it is the, the per-constitution, the executive branch sets foreign policy. And what's happening right now with this impeachment fiasco is you've got a bunch of non-elected officials and some elected politicians who do not like what Trump is doing, therefore they feel like they want to impeach him. And why do they want to impeach him? Folks, we have an election coming up in 12 months. Less than 365 days, the, the American people will decide whether they made a mistake in 2016 or not. But the Democrats don't want to wait for that because why? Because they're afraid they're going to lose. So what does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? The Democrats do not want to trust you, the voter. So if they don't want to trust you, the voter, do you think they have your best interest at heart? This is what I want you to think about. I really, really want you to think hard about that. So this is what I'm saying when I'm talking about the difference between an elected official and a non-elected official. Just last week or the week before, we had a non-elected Staffer, a member of the staff of a congressman, was guarding the door of one of Adam Schiff's little uh, little hearings going on, and would not let an elected official go in. Folks, there is nowhere in the United States Constitution that gives them a, a staff member that kind of power. That staff member was wielding power that is not afforded to them. And this is the stuff that we got to stop. And this is what I mean by non-elected officials, non-elected bureaucrats that are the swamp in Washington, that are the bubble in Washington, that are starting to exercise power over the people that have never, ever, ever meant to be that way. The only people that, that can make law and, and put forth the things that are coming out of Washington are the elected officials. But that's not happening today, folks. We've got a ton of bureaucrats out there that are trying to reverse the election of 2016 because they don't like their playground being pissed in by a president who's a doer. And pardon my language there. But what's happening is you've got a white playground with 
Republican bureaucrat and career politicians do not like that this man called President Trump was sent by the people to go rain on their little parade. And that's what's happening right now, folks. So, folks, I want to go ahead and take the next break, and then we're going to end strong. So you hang tight. We're going to uh, take a break here, and it'll be a quick one. So you hold on tight. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is on your eye. We'll be right back. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Uh, I told you that would be another quick one. So... All right. Uh, I, I got a message here, and uh, some people are asking, uh, what am I doing in Tennessee? Uh, so, folks, I had to come up to uh, Tennessee to do a little a little work. Uh, I do have uh, some other things that, that I do, and I will tell you, it's kind of nice. Uh, yesterday I went and, started, and did a little on-the-street uh, interview uh, just to get uh, some – just to get a feeling of what's going on because I, I'm in a resort area, and there's a, um, a kind of a – get souvenir type show that's going on and uh so there's people from all type uh this is a resort area so you've got and we've got people from all over uh, the country and i gotta tell you overwhelming overwhelming positive things coming from uh the the people that i've been talking to about trump none of them really uh care about the impeachment process going on so it's been really neat to hear and be able to walk around here and talk and, and hear the support because I tell you, there is a ton of support and from women, from men, uh, men from uh, Hispanics, um, yeah, even uh, some some of the black uh, voters around here that I've talked to that are are actually supporting Donald Trump. Doesn't mean they're Republican. I didn't ask them if they were Republican. I didn't ask them if they were Democrat. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of support for what the policies. And, and let me 
since I'm on that, let me let me talk about real quick impeachment versus policy. Because let me try and explain this in another way. What's going on? Because you'll you'll hear you know people on the right that, that will say the impeachment uh, is, is a hoax, and, and I do agree with that. But sometimes that isn't the best way to explain it. So let me put it to you this way: Think of it as impeachment versus policy. So. Every four years, folks, we vote for a president, and this is one of the great things about this country, because we can have eight years of, uh, of an Obama administration, which was very left of the dial, uh, which was really, really started up on the fast track of socialism, and then the American people woke up and said, you know what, we don't like swinging the pendulum that left. We are going to bring it back to the other side, and they elected Donald Trump. Now... That's the will of the people. And don't give me this mess about Russia, because that was a total hoax and has been proven to be a hoax. And just wait, folks. If you're still out there and you think that there was something to this Russia collusion story, oh, you just wait, because there's an investigation going on right now that you're not hearing about on CNN, MSNBC, NPR, ABC, CBS. You're not hearing about there is this investigation, but there is an investigation going on that's, fine, that's starting to find that the FISA warrants were illegal, that the dossier was completely unverified. And, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look it up. Look up the Steele dossier. This was the document that propelled the nation into $40 billion wasted of taxpayer money to investigate so-called Russia hoax, uh, because it was, it was so-called Russia collusion. And it was a hoax. We went through almost three years of a Mueller investigation, special counsel investigation, that proved there was no collusion. Just read the report. Read the summary. Read, if you don't want to read the whole report, read the summary. Where it ended, there was no collusion found by any American, including President Trump. Now, I differ with that because there was some collusion going on, and it was between the Hillary campaign and the Ukraine. And a lot of that stuff is going to come out. Uh, I kind of laughed a little bit right now with this impeachment mess going on because they're highlighting Ukraine. And all that's doing is bringing light to what the Democrats have done, and it's going to bring more light. Uh, in fact, we just found, got news yesterday, breaking news, of uh, Hunter Biden had, in his Biden's son, had communications with the Obama State Department. They were pushing to shut down the, the Ukraine investigation into Burisma. Original of the company that put Hunter Biden, Biden's son, on the board. Now, I know I'm going to go through some fast things here fast, folks, but when I, what my point with the impeachment versus policy is you've got politicians and that, that deep state bureaucrats I talked about before the last break that see and they don't like what Trump is doing, so they turn, they want to try and invent an impeachable offense. Policy from a president is not an impeachable offense. When we swing from eight years trying to convince the people of this country that socialism is the way to go, that the economy can't grow more than 1.5% GDP per year, when, you, when manufacturing is not coming back, when you spend eight years of convincing people that or trying to convince people then the American people wake up and swing back and we elect someone like Donald Trump as a businessman. And all of a sudden, we are growing GDP at over 3% per year. We are bringing back manufacturing. We're doing the 
everything that the Obama administration said couldn't happen. So what happened? The, the deep state, the bureaucrats, the Obama leftovers, the media, they cannot stand by and allow the American people to realize, hey, wait a minute, we can do well as a country. The, the Democrats right now and the media are terrified that the millennial generation and, and those after them are going to start enjoying this good economy. That they're going to actually wake up and go, wait a minute. I was told for eight years under the Obama administration that there would be no more manufacturing coming back to the United States, that 1.5 growth was going to be the norm, that we would lose jobs, but we just had to adapt. That you had to live, maybe living in your mother's or father's or parents' basement is okay till you're 30. Uh, these are the things that they were being told. And now, living in the real world, they, they just might understand that the economy is cranking. And this is the thing that the Democrats are afraid of. So this is, so what's happening is policy, actual policy coming from the executive branch and then being passed in the House and the Senate, like the tax cuts, like uh, deregulation, and, and all these other things, uh, border safety, um, you, know, you name it, all these accomplishments that Trump's been doing. Uh, these are policy issues that are affecting the United States and actually putting us into a pretty darn good economic boom. We have the lowest Hispanic unemployment on record, the lowest black unemployment on record, the lowest women unemployment. I mean, you pretty much have to hide from a job right now. I'm driving around Tennessee all week, and I've been here for two days already, and I have seen every place of business, almost every place I pass, has a for hire sign. Hiring, hiring, hiring is going on everywhere. That is the effect, and that is the result of policy. So you've got impeachment, this whole impeachment thing that you're hearing. So Democrats aren't running around supporting good economic news. They're not supporting great news. If they really cared about black voters, they would be saying, gosh, you've got the lowest unemployment. If they really cared about Hispanics, they would be support in support of this economy that's putting out the lowest Hispanic, uh, lowest Hispanic unemployment. But they're not. They're trying to put together this impeachment fiasco and trying to convince the American people, you, to ditch Trump. Why? Why can't they, the, the Democrat Party wait and let the people decide in an election that's going to happen in less than a year? You need to ask this with this, folks. And that is what I mean by the difference between impeachment and policy. Policy actually happens and means something. And, and, and right now we've got good policy, and the left can't stand it. And look, good policy usually leads to the re-election of a president. And the Democrats don't want to take that chance. And they want to get rid of Donald Trump. And let me speak right now to the never-Trumpers. Come in closer to your radios if you're a never-Trumper, because you really, really kick me off. But that's a whole other story. But come in close. If you're a never-Trumper, if you're a so-called Republican that just can't bring it to yourself because you can't get off your high and poor mighty chair because you think your morals are so much better than President Trump, because you're willing to throw the American people overboard because you just can't bring it to yourself because it's just not presidential, let me talk to you right now. Because if you're a never-Trumper, think about this. For years, you've been telling the American people or, or wherever your circle is that, that you're for smaller government, that you're for conservative issues, that you're for uh, good economy, you're for manufacturing, you're for lower taxes. Well, President Trump has implemented those policies. 
And if you can't bring it to yourself to look past the man and look to the policy, because policy is what either helps people or hurts people. And right now, we are helping more American families than in history. So if you're a never-Trumper and you can't bring it to yourself, you really, really need to look in the mirror. And is power that important to you? Um, and if I sound passionate, I am. Because if you come across a never-Trumper or a so-called Republican or, or Libertarian or somebody who says they believe in liberty and freedom and they tell you they can't vote for President Trump, then what's the alternative? Fake Indian one? Uh, it's not fake Hispanic Beto anymore because he dropped out. So is it uh, Sleepy Joe, uh, Quick Pro Quo Joe Biden? Uh, is it going to be Kamala Harris? Is it going to be Booker? I mean, is it going? Everyone on the Democrat Party wants to take away your freedom. So if you're an ever Trumper and so-called conservative, and you tell me you can't vote for Trump, tell me who you're going to vote for. Why are you going to help the Socialist Party? And that's what I think everybody needs to ask themselves. So. Okay, I want to move on just as we get towards the end of the show here. Uh, just real quick, folks, if you didn't see the rally last night and didn't see what Rand Paul did, uh, please look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Senator Rand Paul did exactly what I and other colleagues of mine in radio have been calling for. It is time for Congress to stand up and get and have President Trump's back. Rand Paul stood up yesterday, last night, in the rally in Kentucky, and he said it, he spelled it out better than any politician I've heard to date. And I want Lindsey Graham to take note, I want McConnell to take note, I want every Republican to take note of what Rand Paul said last night. Please go to YouTube, watch the rally, or fast forward to when Rand Paul came out. Because Rand Paul had the courage to say that Congress needs to stand up and get the president's back. Congress needs to stand up and subpoena shift, and they need to subpoena the so-called whistleblower. He's not really a whistleblower, he's a leaker. And it's time for the Senate to get off their barriers and respect the voting of the American people. It is time for the Senate, Lindsey Graham, I'm talking to you, it is time to start subpoenaing uh, some of these people, including Schiff and the whistleblower, and let's get to the bottom of this, let's get it all out, and it is time to stand with Rand Paul and get and have the president back. Folks, that is all the time I have for today. Uh, I hope that I inspired you to go out and do a little bit of thinking. And if you're a Democrat listening today, and I know some of you were, I hope I've inspired you to go do a little investigation because it is time to walk away from the letter D, and it is time to take back your voting power. It is time to put the fear of God into the bureaucrat politicians. It is time for us to be American, because we are American, and we need to take this power back that is the country, spelled out by the Constitution of this country. I believe I hope that. Thank you so much, folks. Tune in next week. Um, we'll be back then, so stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. Thanks again. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.